I'm Tyler Dennery. And I'm Connery Hansen. And this is The Franchise. Got a new Today, name. <laughs> we got a new name because uh, <laughs> it's probably better than our last one, which was very long, and I thought that was funny, but then I, once I started saying it and recording it, uh, it sounded really confusing. Movie Franchise 4, The Quest for Sequels? Yeah, it was like a play on Superman 4, like the worst Superman movie, and I was like, oh, that's fun. <laughs> Then I realized, like, how is anybody ever going to find that? So, um, today we're talking about Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, the last movie in the uh, in the Hunger Games franchise. I was going to say Mockingjay franchise. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> Insert audio clip here. My name is Katniss. What big boom, Katniss. You gotta, don't trust anyone. <laughs> I get to kill snow. <laughs> May your arrow fly as true as your heart. And uh, that, that's where the clip ends. Yay. <laughs> and today we have a guest with us. Our second guest of the pod. Longtime girlfriend. First time guest. Lily Young. Hi. <laughs> she wouldn't let me introduce her in any other way. Don't it on me, but hi. I like it. Well, hi. Thank well, you guys uh, for having me. Thanks for being uh, on. Yeah, thanks, Lily. <laughs> thanks for Lily. coming from the other room to come record with me. So we're covering the last chapter in the Hunger Games movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, do you, is, are the Hunger Games one of your favorite franchises, or where does it stand amongst like your movie movie series? Series. <laughs> you know, I really cannot say it's one of my favorites <laughs> at all. <laughs> Like, but you have watched them like a lot. I right? but I definitely have. I there's always gonna be something about like these about the Hunger Games movies that uh, intrigues me enough to watch them every couple years. Mm-hmm. There's just always been something that's just like a miss for me. It's never been like a hundred percent like any of the movies and the franchise as a whole. I think the thing is I'm so intrigued by the concept of it all, but something mm-hmm. about just the execution. I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. And it feels very, I know that it is a young adult story. They're Mm -hmm. young adult books, but there's something about the movies that just feels so much like they're trying to be grown up movies. Like I can't, (laughs) I can't put my finger on it. It's just not enough to like really, for me to really take them seriously. And even though you've got, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and uh, Julianne Moore, Donald Sutherland, you know, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Woody Harrelson. As I like to call him, Woody No Harrelson. <laughs> I can't. Um, and he loves that. <laughs> yeah, he loves, he loves his wig. He loves his wig. <laughs> um, I don't, there's just something about it that just doesn't, I just can't, I don't know, I can't take them seriously. Do you still watch them, like, again every once in a while, or? Yeah, I don't because I think I have a weird thing for dystopian movies. Oh yeah, that's true. Lily, what's been going on with your life? Oh, how have you been doing? What did you watch recently? What media stuff are you consuming while we're all stuck inside? Well, uh, to be honest, not as much as I would have hoped. Uh, <laughs> I am still very fortunately still able to work full time from home. 
Um, if anything, it's gotten more demanding uh, <laughs> while working <laughs> at home. I have been watching some stuff. It's mostly just kind of TV stuff. I haven't really watched any new movies in the last couple weeks. Um, <laughs> needless to say, Tyler and I have definitely started watching Tiger King. Yeah. Oh, I, I finished Tiger King. Yeah, we're on yeah. Like the second episode, I think. Yeah, it's... We watched yeah. a few over the weekend and then got busy again. Got a couple, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but have every intention of finishing it. It's pretty great. I think that's just, like, what we all need right now. <laughs> yeah, a dose of nice little, like, insanity, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess this is relevant to franchises, but maybe we shouldn't get into it, but we did watch Rise of Skywalker again. Oh. We did. Mm. We watched that a couple nights ago, and, like, I, a vast majority of the time when I... Really didn't like a film, especially a really big film that I was, like, looking forward to and ended up, like, not really liking it a whole lot. A majority of the time, the second time I watch it, if I give it some time and then I watch it again, I almost always, like, like it better the Mm -hmm. second time. And I was fully expecting that for Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) And just not at all. Like, if anything, I liked it even less. But I can't go down that... uh, down that rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, we got right it. We got to at least be on our, our sequel Star Wars trilogy to do that. Yeah, like three <laughs> years from now. Yeah. <laughs> I did watch the Hillary Clinton docuseries that came out on Hulu. That's very good. Started watching another HBO docuseries called McMillions. Oh, yeah. oh I've heard of that. Uh, yeah, oh. really good. I also finally finished the last MCU movies that i had oh. i hadn't seen yet which were ant-man ant-man 2 and uh guardians 2 yeah. nice what were your reviews for those three okay <laughs> guardians 2 <laughs> hated it <laughs> like, <laughs> me I too did not... <laughs> really did you too oh i hated guardians of the galaxy 2 really okay yeah because <laughs> i feel like god so many people that's like their favorite marvel movie I think people in general like really like Guardians a lot too, like in general. So yeah, like they like, like their personalities I, and it, they're cool and they have a guy, they have a nice vibe. But the second one's just so dumb to me. I feel like some of it is just like carryover from the first movie, and mm-hmm. there are interesting things going on in the second one. But I just think that the pacing for me, at least, is just it's not very engaging. Yeah. Um, and Sylvester Stallone keeps showing up. <laughs> and, uh, it's just like really random. Okay, Ant Man one, Ant Man two. Ant-Man is quite possibly <laughs> my uh, favorite Marvel movie. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I've seen all of them now. How many are there? Like 20? 22. Yeah, because you watched wow. Captain Marvel. Yeah, I think he did watch all of them, yeah, at this point. Mm-hmm. I fucked with Ant-Man so hard. <laughs> I loved it. I can't believe I waited so long to Billy, watch Look where it. we are. Like, a few years ago, you're like, I'm not watching any of the Marvel movies. Superhero <laughs> yeah. movies are trash. And you're at the top of the mountain scene, all the MCU movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when you've got, like, you know, Paul Rudd and um, Michael Pena. Michael Douglas, like, too. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Fucking mm-hmm. love him. Just like, I don't, it just kind of, just their charisma, like, it just feels so natural and, like, effortless, and, like, I don't know. So, that's just my my two cents. I'm no Marvel expert by any means, <laughs> but from a non-Marvel person, like, Ant-Man's the shit. <laughs> 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 
And you know what? Part of me, somebody who is a non-Marvel person, these are their opinions. I feel like they carry more weight than somebody who knows everything about everything. Because accessibility, I always feel like, is key. Well, thank yeah. you. I also love any movie taking place in San Francisco. Mm. Like uh, Venom. Yeah. <laughs> venom, venom. Gotta get that Venom, Venom. Anyways, Lily hates Guardians 2 and loves Venom. Yeah. And everyone's entitled to their own opinions, so don't be grumpy. I'm, I'm going to say bullet points of what I watched this week. I watched, because I feel like I did, I did a ton of things. I finally beat Doom. I lent Animal Crossing to Grayson, be, and now I'm sad because I miss Animal Crossing. I watched all of Tiger King, and that was really fun. And I won't spoil it for anybody, even though I'm prone to do that, and I will hold my tongue. Anyway, next, I, what did, what, what happened else with me? What other game? I'm, I'm playing Persona 5 right now, Royal, and that one is, that one's cool. I'm kind of jumping back in and trying to do it right, because I never actually beat Persona 5. Oh, yeah. I still don't know much about that game, but past guest, Alyssa Wise, was also playing that game. She gave me the oh, bug yeah. to try to do Persona 5 Royal. <laughs> ah. Um, what else? Uh, I watched Guns Akimbo this morning with Daniel, Daniel, what's his name? Uh, Radcliffe. Radcliffe? Our very own Harry Potter boy, oh, yeah. Oh, how is that? <laughs> it's like Suicide Squad if it was made coherently. And <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, e- except then it gets really kind of stupid towards the end, and like... There's a midpoint in the third act where it gets really stupid, and then it kind of finds its footing again after um, this character, Nyx, who I feel like steals all the spotlight. She, 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 like, at first in the beginning, she's really cool and fun, and then it starts, like, I don't know, I feel like she, they force a lot of jokes into her, and she gets kind of dumb, and then by the end of it, she kind of, like, comes full circle and does her thing again. Hmm. And, okay. uh, but yeah, it's, I think it's fun. And then I was bored today, and I was kind of sick of playing Persona, and I was like, all right, I'll watch uh, Jojo Rabbit. And I watched Jojo Rabbit, and that movie's very oh, touching. Wait, for the first time? For the first time. Wow. What did you what did you think? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was adorable. It, it, it made me happy. It made me almost cry several points. I nearly got emotional. Oh, God, if you want, to, guys want to hear a sidetrack story about me getting emotional for something extremely bizarre, I, just say yes or no. Uh, yes. <laughs> Twitter poll, vote now. Yeah. <laughs> vote now. Live. So, I was watching that show, You, with, uh, what's his name? With, uh, the guy from Gossip Girl. Um, he basically is this, like, stalker dude. Lily, you might actually like this show. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> There's a stalker involved. Lily, you might actually yeah. like this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard about it. It's definitely bizarre. It's, it's, like, I don't know, like, I, I got kind of hooked watching it, even though it's kind of cheesy at several points, but, like, I, I got kind of, I got kind of addicted to it for a little while. Ooh, okay. And I got to the, it's either the first or second episode of the second season, and the guy goes to L.A., meets this new girl, and she's a chef, and at one point, they kind of, like, make a connection, and she goes over to his house, she's like, oh, like, what are you eating for dinner? He's like, oh, I don't know, like, a ramen or something, and she's like, no, you're not having that. And she takes him, like, all across L.A. to find, like, the perfect taco, like, what he would, like, like to eat the most. And takes him like all these different places that it's like beautiful romantic time. And then she takes him back to like the restaurant where she works and she prepares him this like beautiful meal of she's like, you know what, I know exactly who you are. You like this, you like this, you like this, and that's why you're like and then she presents him this like perfect meal. And I just I just got I actually cried. I was like what? I'm like <laughs> I was like, that's the nicest thing I think anyone could ever do. I'm like, this woman is a saint and I'm in love with her. <laughs> But is she oh my the stalker God. or is he the stalker? 
Um, she would be the sucker in this case because he is going to definitely kill her at stalker. some point. Stalker. But, oh no, he, the he's stalker? the stalker. It sounds so creepy, but like in the moment, you're like, it's 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 what what she is doing is genuine, and what he is doing is evil and bad. So I'm more I'm also more like possibly genuine. So you were crying because <laughs> it was because you felt bad for her. I I t- I took him out of the equation completely and just put her action on the table. And Aww. I thought what she did was like incredibly kind. I was like, if somebody did that for me, I'd be like. Science you'll deliver. Like I am yours forever. I thought that was the most like beautiful romantic thing somebody could do. But the fact that he's a monster, because after I, I had the nice good cry out of me, I'm like, oh, he's gonna kill you, and it's gonna be horrible. Tyler, what have you been watching? Give it. Give us the bullet point thing. <laughs> I don't think. Oh yeah, real quick. I don't think I've been really watching anything as I've been luckily pretty busy too. I did watch a couple stand up specials on Netflix. Nice. Uh, Tom Segura's new special. I think it's called Ball Hog. And okay. Bert Kreischer's new Bert Kreischer's new special. I forget what it's called, but they're just comedians that I keep like they come out with specials like once a year, and I don't know. It's just if you're feeling cooped up and you just need something to laugh at, like I don't know. They're just pretty funny, <laughs> especially if you yeah. have something else to do. Like I always <laughs> like to put on stand up when I'm like doing dishes or um, something like that because it's not something I always love to watch things like that are very visually stimulating. Mm-hmm. But for stand up, you can mostly just hear it. You know. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. There's it's there's physical humor too, but. Um, yeah, so I recommend both of those. And I just beat Jedi Academy already from the three hey! days since we talked last, and I'm playing it again already on a higher difficulty. <laughs> Sick. On the dark side, so. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, let's get on to the movie. <laughs> oh, at last, at last. So we open on Katniss. Um, she's getting a checkup for her um, very now very injured throat because PETA nearly strangled her to death in the last installment. Um... Seymour Hoffman's also there, and uh, Katniss making slow progress. We get that, like, my name is Katniss Everdeen yeah. kind of moment. She Her voice is recovering. Our, our like, beautiful. Oh, how ironic that the Mockingjay can't speak. It's symbolic. <laughs> but it only lasts for that scene. Yeah, that like, there's literally yeah. one, like, one scene later, she's, like, screaming at people, like, when that train is, like, there. Oh, I was yeah, like, oh, right. okay, I guess she's She recovers fine. surprisingly quickly. <laughs> Our mocking Jay, yeah. she's a resilient one. Where are we? So, uh, what's his name? Uh, Seymour Hoffman says, like, I want, I think Pete is doing a little bit better. I want to test and put you in a room with him and see what he does. And she's like, at first, no, 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 I don't want to do that. But then he eventually convinces her that, to do it. Yeah. Um, Katniss sees Pete in a viewing room and uh, they kind of say beforehand, like, oh, we're kind of introducing him to people you know before we bring you in. And so they send Prim in, and he has a very, like, mild reaction to, pr- reaction to Prim at first. But then he's, like, 100% convinced that Katniss sent her in there to, like, spite him or be mean to him. So he has a little mini freak out at Prim. And yeah, Prim is quickly Yeah, because still messed up from, like, the Tracker Jacker juice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and about PETA, it definitely, like, the first time I saw these last two movies, the way that he looks definitely, like, sat with me. Because he looks, like, so, like, gaunt and just kind of freaky looking. And he definitely reminds me a bit of, um, is it the last or second to last, like, Twilight movie? Uh, He looks like the CG baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, and, uh, Kristen Stewart, they do, like, the, they make her look, I mean, it's, he obviously doesn't look, like, close to how skinny she is, but, like, Mm -hmm. she looks, like, it's like disturbing. Like she looks like like extremely skinny and gaunt and ghostly Oof. and Oof. like 
that freaked me out like the first time I saw that like in that movie because you know that it's like CGI also and it's just mm-hmm. kind of like Ugh, kind of uncanny and scary yeah. and like I brought up Tony Stark in a recent episode like in Endgame you know when he comes back from outer space oh yeah 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 but obviously that looks better because it's more right it's more recent but um i feel like they must have they must have done like something at least like with his face to make him look a little more gaunt and he also they when he starts screaming at katniss it's kind of subtle but his eyes kind of like enlarge oh i didn't notice that yeah so she he's just yelling at her a bunch yeah he calls her a mutt which is something that i didn't really understand i that's never like made clear as a big slur or a big insult yeah. to anybody it's, very, it's definitely like yeah. the analog to like mud blood or something or it's just yeah like, oh, here's the lingo in this like universe of like but it's also yeah being called a mud like i only know because for some reason i was looking at the hunger games wikia or whatever and it's like oh mutt it's a muttation which is like whenever they turn anything like the capital oh. turns anything into like monsters mm-hmm. like later in this or like the dogs in the first one i'm like yeah. well they're literally like that but yeah yeah it's just mutation with an extra t so for sure all right thank you for clarifying Mm, that i feel like i totally knew that as soon as you said that i was like oh okay that actually was that was somewhere in there but yeah otherwise it's just weird but yeah so anyway um we get war council time a coin and cat talk about future plans katniss wants to fight in the capital Coin's like, we're not putting him in the capital. Are you crazy? You can go District 2 because we can't even get to the capital yet. And Katniss goes, A-OK, let's go. And Katniss goes with an army to District 2. Um, Gale comes up to her and he tells her that he wants to, he, that he saw PETA. And he gets kind of bitter at one point. They're talking about their relationship. And he says, you know what? I kind of, I did, I, I thought something selfish. He was like, I, I wished that. He would get better because when he's better, you'll you you'll choose me. But as long as he stays sick, you're attracted to pain and you'll go to him. Oh shit! Maybe yeah. I wasn't oh, right. like watching when I yeah. <laughs> when that happened. I don't yeah, remember, I remember that. that but <laughs> yeah, I there also are these. Remember, he he does say like they like they kiss and like I just feel. He says it's like kissing someone that's drunk and like Gil. I feel like of everybody has like the worst lines, like the yeah. most from the book. And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, Gail's like the Legolas of the Hunger Games. Like, not in terms of, like, having a bow, but just, like, Legolas, like, like Orlando Bloom and everything in those Weird movies. Dialogue. Like, all of his lines are basically, like, verbatim from the book. And everybody else has, like, more dialogue fleshed out. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, man, that's a tough job to have. But also, like, he just says the weirdest things all the time that, like, <laughs> they stand out the most as, like, being from a book or something. Yeah, and I still, I don't know if this is something that, like a lot of people agree with or what but i feel like the chemistry <laughs> between her and gail or jennifer lawrence and uh Amy liam hemsworth. hemsworth i somehow feel like that chemistry is so much stronger romantically at least mm-hmm. between them versus her and Peta. and again like i i haven't looked too much into this i don't know if this is like something that is widely like agreed upon or just or not at all like you would be be totally wrong lily you would (laughs) i'm sorry i just i don't know like they have great chemistry as friends they do they don't need to talk to each other Uh, i'm gail and katniss don't even need to talk to each other and you know something's there yeah and this was to the point where i i was not familiar with the books i hadn't read the books when this last movie came out i was legitimately still thinking that they would that she would end up with uh, with Gail at the end. I was like, they're obviously, like, they're meant to be. 
Mm-hmm. Like, this is this thing with PETA is obviously not going <laughs> to work. And it's probably just miscast. Like, I don't know. It could just be miscast. I, the but... thing is, I think Josh is perfectly cast as PETA. PETA is kind of I like agree. supposed I... to be that way. Yeah. And I think Liam Hemsworth is like that sexy hunter, like uh, man of few words, cool yeah. guy persona. And that's what uh, that's that's what he is. Mm-hmm. even in the movie so when you say the books are different i in that aspect i think they are very much the same like mm-hmm. there are a lot of people I'm, I'm even after reading the books they're like how has she not ended up with gail i'm after gail does something horrible obviously in the end of this that people are like well she can't now so of course she chooses Peta. but yeah or she could also just, like, she could just not choose yeah. anyone yeah, and, and that's <laughs> that's another one of the things. We'll, we'll get to that later, but yeah, we'll we, we got to press that. forward. So, um, and speaking of Gale becoming a war criminal, we kind of learn about his military tactic that he has planned out, which is uh, going in, killing a bunch of people, waiting for other medics and doctors and more reinforcements to come in and tend to the wounded, and then strafe bombing a second time and murdering everybody again. And Beatty's like, oh, wow, cool plan. Katniss is like, I think that's really creepy. Why would you kill the medics? And he's like, hey, Katniss, it's war. It's got to be done. Which I'm like, yeah. creepy. That's the first time we are like, ugh. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Well, here's another thing that loses me. How is it that, like, Katniss and uh, Gail, how were they able to, like, just plan these military attacks? Like, how do they have all this, like, apparent, like, experience and knowledge and it's something to say about Harry Potter where like the adults are obviously in charge and Harry Potter like they're leading all like the military tactic points but in the Hunger Games it's very much they take the advice of children very seriously in this it's more so like victors have like a strong um I guess we're gonna follow them yeah and then also like Gale like you don't really like I was making the point of the first two movies especially like you don't really see him like doing stuff but I guess by catching fire he's like joined the rebels yeah and he does the whole operation in the third movie. Okay, then that's Peta. that's different. Mm-hmm. I haven't again, yeah, like I haven't watched ops. the other movies in a long yeah. time, so it's just I'm like, like not in plot. It's not like discussed in the movies, so it's like that's why it's confusing. And here we are at this one point. Um, Katniss it's talking to Gail more about war and what it exactly costs. And again, Gail is very much on the side of you do whatever you can. We are going to do whatever we have to do to take down the Capitol and install a coin as leader and kind of like how do you think that's right blah blah it kind of just fizzles out basically but they watch two jets take off and they start bombing this uh military facility that uh the capital loans and it's in this big mountain and i think even before that they have a discussion about what about survivors they're innocent people in that base and at first gail's like wants gail wants to basically bury everybody alive in this mountain and just like yeah. collapse it on top of them and Eventually, they come to a standstill where they agree to leave this tunnel entrance open for innocent people to come out of via train. Yeah, because he's like, oh, if they're civilians of, of the capital, then they're part of the enemy. Like, they're all yeah. the same. It's just like, when did he suddenly become, like, the biggest fascist? Like, it's pretty yeah. crazy. Like, he's just like, oh, yeah, just kill everybody. I'm like, Jesus, but... Yeah, he's become creepy and but, scary. Yeah, but... which, like, I can... You know, like, those are the things I like about these movies like especially these latter two like i mean not that it comes out of nowhere but it's just like it's like oh yeah like he's 
supposed to be on the good side or whatever, mm-hmm. but like a lot of people on the quote-unquote good side are just becoming even worse than the people before. And yeah, he like, evolves this like blind loyalty to the cause and like yeah. is willing to do anything in like which the name of what he feels is something good. Which isn't necessarily any better than what's already... Exactly. He's just blind to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Katniss is pretty healed up. Her voice is doing good. She rolls out to this train station where these innocent people are supposed to be kind of evacuating from. The army stops the train. She's there. She is held at gunpoint by this one dude. And she kind of insta says, like, oh, like, I'm not the enemy. The capital is. Blah, blah, blah. Like, come on. Rise up. Like, we're your neighbors. We're your friends. And the guy lets her go. And she thinks she's like, all right, cool, I've won the day. And then some yeah, random I, dude shoots her. Also, that goes on for so long. Yeah, it does mm. go on. I feel like the scene is, <laughs> is very, like, confusing because it's like, oh, she actually has some sort of skill in terms of, like, talking to people because he's mm-hmm. like, why shouldn't I just kill you right here? And she's like, honestly, you should. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, like, do oh, it. what? And then she like, keeps going and being like, and then she, like, goes into a full speech and, like, that's what she's good at, like, organically. Like, mm-hmm. she can't be, like, a PR person like PETA where he, like, is good at, like, being a face you know but she's really yeah. good at just like feeling things emotionally and like having speeches that way she's like an actual like good leader but mm-hmm. unfortunately people everybody on both sides is just like using her yeah everyone's manipulating media and everything and then a normal person just like shoots her i'm like okay like so what was the point of this scene just to show how like mm-hmm. dour everything is like yeah like, probably it just throws her into the corner again so she has even less power so mm-hmm. and there's like Jennifer Lawrence's, like, or Katniss's, like, emotional outbursts (laughs) that she has in these movies. Like, I don't, she seems so, especially in the first movie, like, so to herself and such a, like, loner and, like, so stone-faced and, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And, like, non-emotional that, like, I don't know, when she has those moments of, like, emotion, like, I don't know, it doesn't fully get across to me. And this is someone who loves J-Lo. Like, I love her. (laughs) I just think, like, I don't know. I don't know if that's a directing thing. I mean, yeah, I think it's definitely partly directing, but mm. I don't know. It's, like, just like in certain instances later on, it's just, like, she really just, like, blows up, and it just seems a bit much at times. It's just, mm. like, oh, that's, like, over dramatic, but it's, like, oh, no, that's how the character is in the book. It's, like, okay, but, like, it still feels weird. Yeah. I yeah. Know that Maybe context, in so. it's just one of those things that just comes across better in, uh, it's, in in like uh, writing versus yeah, uh, it is another thing though that just like makes us like you said earlier, Lily, and like I think we've talked about a little bit in previous episodes, but it's just like this whole series is definitely like reaching to be like a big boy movie, like an adult movie, <laughs> a big boy movie. but it's still like a teen, a young adult story that's like trying to, right. and so it's like stuck in this weird middle ground. Exactly. So it's yeah. just like oh, it, it adheres to the book in really like specific ways that are uncinematic. But it still tries to be like the cast, the way it looks and everything. It and like some of the directing is like just really good. It's just it's such in this weird middle ground. I think like yeah. the Katniss acts, especially in this movie, is definitely like emblematic of that. Right. Yeah, but, I agree. So we get this big round table and Snow gives a toast to all of his uh, military captains, says, Hey, we did it, killed Katniss Everdeen. She's dead by the hands of like the people she's trying to save. Good job, everybody. I mean, except for you, military leaders. You guys did a really shitty job. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he kind of he ribs on his military leaders a bit more, and then he poisons one of the guys, and he dies. And that's his big, like, oh, now we've never seen before. 
Yeah, some dude. I think we saw once in Catching Fire, but okay. Yeah, mm. gotta say, love that giant round table. Really mm-hmm. cool. Metaphorical slash symbolic because it's a round table, but he's a leader, so it's like a mm. big semblance of equality. Yeah. Yeah, Snow would do that. And then Snow <laughs> Snow lays out his big plan, where he says, "Okay, the rebels are coming to the city, so." screw all of my military leaders. I'm going to turn my this like outer layer of the city over to the game makers, and they're going to turn this entire thing into a giant trap. And we're just going to kill them all as they walk into the capital. And everyone's like, cool! Now someone get the dead guy out of the dining room. And <laughs> <laughs> then we go back to the base. Joanna comes in to hangs out with Kat. She's bald and angry still. And... Like love me. her, by the way. <laughs> oh, I love Joanna too, except by the end of this movie. Yeah, I, was like, I oh. always forget that actress's name. What's her name? Uh, Jenna Malone. Yeah. Jenna Malone. I think I mentioned in Catching Fire when we first saw him, I was like, if I existed in this universe, I would probably have an adamant, strong crush on that person. <laughs> I think she'll always kind of have a little bit of a typecast of a dark, slightly creepy, tough girl. So Joanna hangs out with Katniss for a little bit. Um, she steals some morphine from her. And Joanna's just sassy the entire time and funny. I really saw I laughed. And and I like this conversation because she puts Katniss back in her place a little bit, which I thought was kind of cool. She's like, stop thinking you're like the end-all, be-all of everything and la-di-da. And I was like, all right, cool. That I kind of like that conversation. I don't think it really worked on Katniss, but it was, I feel like, meant to kind of just make her calm down a little bit. Yeah, I do wish she had more to do in this movie yeah. with Joanna, but we'll get to that later, too. Yeah. Yeah, then she goes and talks to Peta again, right? It's at this point where like, it was almost felt like a parody. And, and, like, this is the only situation in this movie where it just felt like a parody just because I feel like we keep bringing this up, too. <laughs> but, like, of all the things Pete has to talk about, he has to bring up the, the, the muddy hog bread. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I have that highlighted right here on my face. And he's like, I burned it on purpose to give to you. I remember when my mom smacked me because of it. I was supposed to give it to the pig. And it's just like, why didn't you just go and hand her a normal piece of bread? Like, I don't understand why he just, like, threw it in the mud. Like, it's so but weird. Then he, That's, like, a big but, thing. But then he caps it off by saying to her, I would have been better off if I just fed that bread to the pigs. <laughs> yeah, and she's just like, oh. He just keeps on bringing up the pigs. And I'm like, okay, like, someone's probably going to blast me for this. Because, like, no, it's not like that. It's really actually important. I'm like, I... It just comes off really strange in the movies. I'm and it sorry. just doesn't work. It's like it's supposed to be the this this. It's supposed to be a very meaningful the gesture. Source of like their connect. Yeah. Especially in the movie, the flashback we see him literally just carelessly being like bread, and then it's all, it's almost like she assumed it was for her more so than him actually tossing it toward her. Yeah, it's like they never had a conversation or anything. He just kind of looked over and like, was that on purpose or not? Like I can't even really. <laughs> it's just so strangely conveyed. Yeah. But at least that ends the saga of, of dirty the hog case bread. Of the, yeah, the case of the muddy hog bread. <laughs> she so, really ate that bread once it fell in the mud. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> dried off that bread, that soggy bread, and fed it to her family as what strove her to survive. I mean, I'd probably be grateful if I was dying and someone threw me burnt bread. I'd be like, "You are, you saved me and my family's life. Like, thank you." But I'd to probably say be like, "Oh, I, grateful. I burned it on purpose." He could have just not burned it. Yeah, yeah, he could have just given her fresh bread. If he was gonna get a beating anyway, why not just go into the baker and give her fresh bread? But <laughs> anywho's it. We get a war council meeting. Coin and Ho- and Seymour Hoffman want Katniss to rest because she just suffered a bullet wound, and they'll just shoot more 
propaganda promos there. Katniss is like, okay, fine, but secretly she's like, haha, fuck that. No, I'm gonna leave. Uh, we have the wedding, the wedding of Finnick and Annie, big party. Um, Joanna again joins Katniss and she ribs on her more and tells her she's. And then Katniss says, oh, I'm gonna go kill Snow, and Joanna's like, aces. That sounds like fun. And uh, but I'm not yeah. gonna join you because yeah, I need to I, sit I, here for no reason. I was 100% sure she was like, Yep, me too. I'm coming because in my head, I'm like, Joanne is in the squad in the book, and I guess I didn't remember it because apparently she's not. Oh, she's not in the book. I I thought I remembered her being in the squad, but she, you know, she's probably not. I don't like, know why she's, she's not, just like, she just has an accent, like, would be really cool, but yeah, she'd be super tight, like, bald her berserker, bald Joanna running around the capital killing peacekeepers would be awesome. <laughs> Also, it's one character we actually would care about. Yeah. <laughs> None of those characters, like, in that squad, like, we don't give two shits about. But it's, like, that's why they have to give them these random character quirks. Like, these are twins. This guy doesn't have a tongue. Oh, yeah, all the side characters. Well, that, that, like, that's the, the film crew. We met them in Catching Fire, and they've been no, around. there's new people. Like, the new soldiers? Yeah, the yeah. new soldiers. I know what you mean. There's, like, that one guy, and then there's uh, the twins. There's a the second-in-command lady. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of faceless people to, like, die to the things yeah. of the capital. And just, like, something, especially, like, the twins or whatever, to just feel like an extra, like, I feel like so many things, they just threw in a lot of characters with, like, certain quirks in this last installment, or, like, this last half of the book. It's just, like, mm-hmm. maybe they were throughout the book longer, but it, it just feels like they're throwing a lot of, like, quirky characters into, like, the ending. It's, like, if they built it up over all these movies, I feel like it would work better. It's just, like, oh, no, the twins, the mute guy. Like, all these things. Like, everyone has a thing about them. I do want to touch on something Joanna said during uh, the wedding, which I thought was kind of cool. There, there are some dialogue points in this. All right, this might have been just taken from the book, but I like some of like, the actual lines of dialogue in this, where Joanna tells Katniss, anyone can kill anyone. You just have to sacrifice yourself to do it, which I was kind of like, yeah. I mean, that sounds true. Like, it's you, you, anyone can murder somebody, but you're going to lose yourself in the process, like, on like, pretty much 100% of the time, probably. Yeah, or at least a part of you. Like, it also sounds like Joanna's killed a few people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she has. Well, she's been in the game, so of course she has. Yeah. She doesn't strike me as somebody who played it like Katniss and Peta, who just stick to the side. She was probably out there with her axe murdering everyone she saw. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Katniss. Um, goes to dance with uh, Prim and she just hugs Prim really, really tight because she knows that she's going to leave and probably, in her mind, won't possibly come back. And once Katniss enters the dance floor, her mom, like, weirdly leaves at the same time. I'm like, what? Okay. Like, it was just strange. Like, they, mm-hmm. it feels like they always don't know what to do with her mom. They're just like, ah, she exits the frame now. For no yeah, reason. it'd be I'm interesting like, if okay. we actually had an evolve. Even if the movie gave them her and her mom a more evolving, cool relationship, it'd be really cool. But... We, we just loaded the mom so sidelined and I feel like she has a really interesting evolution that could have been explored, even made up in the movies. It could have been really cool to have her get her voice back and reconnect with her. She seems to be pretty connected with Prim, but to like reconnect with Katniss would be huge, but it just, it's just not something that happens. Get her voice back or does she just like a quiet person? Cause like she, she's even, <laughs> it makes it even more confusing in these movies because like oh he's an avox good point I'm, I'm sorry he doesn't have a tongue i'm like okay Ma- probably ma- make her more vocal in the aspect of a character and a person yeah. with thoughts and feelings rather than just this dummy i call mom that kind of just like hangs out and flops around i feel like they spend they like just waste so much time with the explaining those kind of like character traits that you're talking about yeah. mm-hmm. like the, as opposed to like you said like expanding on like you know relationships that like 
we might actually care about. Mm, that could mean something in the long run. <laughs> like a lot of a lot of these things are just like it's left hanging. Yeah. So she Katniss sneaks up, or she sneaks onto one of the cargo planes. Mm -hmm. She like is wearing a hood and like it's her <laughs> ultimate disguise. The classic Marvel disguise. No, the Marvel disguise is even less than that. It's just putting on a ball cap and you go to the Apple Store. And you're like, I'm Captain America. I'm at the Apple Store, but nobody knows because I'm wearing a ball cap, which like I, I like. It's just funny, but yeah. Um, so she sneaks on a cargo ship. She ends up, uh, she's like walking through, still trying to be hidden. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, what? Do you, like everyone recognizes you. Why are you trying to hide? Like if everybody know if anybody knows anybody, it's you. <laughs> so you're then, only like, like on every screen ever that's been presented to them. <laughs> yeah. So then she gets. In, she, I think she reunites with Finnick. And yeah, she... it's her. Gail sees her because he's been deployed too, and then her and Phoenix yeah. also hang out there as well. So they uh, go and like meet her new squad or whatever. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, here's the twins. Here's <laughs> Detective Holmes or whatever. Yeah, Detective it's, not, Holmes. it's not Sherlock Holmes. It's not Ian McKellen as no. uh, old old uh, Sherlock Holmes. Old man. Sher I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Holmes. Yeah, so good. Uh, so I just wanted to make a point of Mahershala Ali shows up again. And yep. Like, Two-time Oscar winner Mahershala Ali <laughs> is relegated in this movie to describing, like, war exposition. I will say I made an actual note that, uh, Mahershala is good at explaining details of their attack. Normally I zone out for that kind of stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. those kinds of points in movies, like, especially, like, military movies, yeah, like, where like, they're like, this is what's going down, and there's, like, this whole, Star like... Star Wars, I always find a way to condense it pretty well. <laughs> We're gonna blow up this star again. Yeah, okay. and there's a whole, like, uh, what's it called? Uh... Hologram? <laughs> map of like where they're going to and someone's explaining it. Like that's my cue to like zone out yeah. in the movie. <laughs> but, I, but like, no, he's great. Like definitely held my attention. I knew he's what very they engaging. were doing. <laughs> yeah. He's a good actor. He's like, he's like the penultimate, like, well, not even, it's hard because like, I would say he's the penultimate actor being like, why is he in this? But mm -hmm. it's also like Julianne Moore is so good. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like they just have such a good cast. Anyways, Mahershala Ali said, like, all this, all this, he says all his war plan exposition, and then mm. just at the very end, Finnick just goes, welcome to the 76th Hunger Games. Am I right? Am I Am right? I right? And then everyone just <laughs> How about that him. capital food? We've it's all like, been there. <laughs> what do you say after that? You just, like, walk away and then go do your mission? Yeah. he just says that? I feel like that, like, really makes everybody feel very uncomfortable. When he especially says the kids, welcome to 76th Hunger Games, she goes, well, now I'm going to be dealing with PTSD for a lot of this. Thank you, Finnick. Um, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so the unit enters the city, and I like that they're made up. They're like the sexy, hand-picked, like, military unit. that They're like, like we chose you guys because you're hot, you're cool, and you're going to be broadcast to the world. And I, if I was a soldier prepped to fight the capital, I'm like, what the fuck? This is going to be my job? I just look like, pretty and follow behind the actual fight? I was gonna say your chances of survival are probably better, but absolutely oh, yeah. not as comes yeah, to no. the show. So they enter the city, and um, they encounter a pod, and it's just uh, uh, it's a giant flamethrower, I think, and just burns a lot of things. Yeah, she shoots yeah. an arrow. They're like, "Oh wait, stop!" And then they because Marshall Lee has this like giant like nineteen eighties like Nintendo type system that's just like he has a switch in his hands that like tells him where things <laughs> are. Like, didn't, didn't they have like a a palm pilot, at least, like some kind of like <laughs> yeah, small something. 
relatively modern device from 15 years ago that like you can see stuff on but it has to be mm-hmm. like this giant thing I like that the flamethrower goes off and then a truck drops from somewhere to also like crush whoever's in the fire. Yeah. It's like you're on fire, smash. I'm like, that's the most uncreative game master who made that trap. It was like, oh, a fire and then a truck comes and crushes them. <laughs> it's just this like monster trucker or something. Then we get a little break. Gale and Katniss talk about how they're going to ditch the unit because they want to travel a little faster, get to snow, kill snow, kill snow. That's all Katniss can think about. Um, an ally truck rolls in and drops Peta off because Coin and Philip Seymour Hoffman aren't very happy that she has disobeyed their orders. And so, like, you know what? We're going to act like we planned this. We planned this whole thing. And also, for more promo stuff, we're going to bring in Peta to make it look like he's on our side, too, even though he is violently unstable right now. Yeah. And we're just going to give him a giant, like, machine gun or whatever. Yeah, and we give him a gun. Like, not that he uses it. I don't know. I just don't get that. They're basically, like, <laughs> like bringing, like, Mel Gibson into, like, a modern, as, like, the modern-day Oscar host or something. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, hey, it's after like, a few years of not having hosts for the Oscars, let's have Mel Gibson. And then he's just, like, crazy as fuck. It's just like, yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. So we have uh, – Katniss and me is like, PETA will try to kill me. Let's cuff him. And everyone's like, yes, we're going to cuff him. So they handcuff PETA. Katniss goes with the bugs to basically file a human resources complaint. And he says, hey, well, you know what? I can't really do anything about it. Um, what else? He, he tells her that uh, Coin does not like her. And now that this, this whole war is wrapping up, Coin sees Katniss as more, as a, as more of like a political threat than an actual figure or tool anymore so he He says basically says yeah like the sorry you're probably about to say the same thing but just like the only thing that would make you contribute more to the war effort is basically he implies if she died Mm -hmm. but he's like but i'm not going to do that to you like marshall ali's basically like the only person that cares about her anymore because he's just like a good dude yeah gail's become a fascist he just brainwashed (laughs) yeah marshall's like i'm not gonna let that happen because you deserve like to be alive and everything you you never did anything wrong you just did what like was asked of you you know or what what you thought was right right and uh that night Peter and Katniss talk about their relationship over all this time he's really angry but what Pcat Pcat that's their couple name Patness Petness (laughs) not penis penis that's their couple name penis (laughs) it really is We've arrived at the hashtag, final station. Their couple penis. name is P- Penis. P E N I S S. I know it. Penis. Everdeen. Anyway, uh, yeah, they hang out. Um, we get the first uh, semblance of a line my sister shouted at me for years in uh, when the Mockingjay the book came out, which is real or not real and oh god yeah that's yeah. so like it goes on and on and on mm-hmm. it's more prevalent in the books it's near constant the phrase real or not real <laughs> and boy let me tell you so we get to the next trap the next trap is a big scary oil flood in this like arctic triumph like this well, i circle. love, I love. This, though, before this Mahershala oh. dies because they go through yeah. the other one. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. The in, ma- in that circle, he dies. Guns? Yeah. Or how, how guns, is he killed? Yeah, the machine guns go off, and then he's like, all right, it's fine. Let's go through. And then, like, mm-hmm. it just goes to PETA, and PETA's, like, freaking out. And I'm like, why did they give this guy a gun? Like, first of all, <laughs> does he have any gun training? Like, he's good no, at throwing. No, none. He's never wielded a gun. <laughs> he's good at throwing a kettlebell at a thing of swords so that they clank a little bit. And then the other Hunger Games people are like, 
oh, uh, I guess he could do something. Like, it's disrespect. Like, but, like, I don't even know if he has gun training. But anyways, it's just, like, Katniss looking at him for, like, a really long time. And then it's just, like, off screen almost. Like, Marshall's like, ah! Oh! And then, like, I think he gets Yeah, he gets blown up by a mine. Yeah. Right. So Which, now we get like more clever traps where it's like the machine guns go off and then like there's also a mine a few steps away to kill you. <laughs> right. And then she he gives security clearance to Katniss basically to his big uh yeah. his big uh his Nintendo Switch. His yeah. uh what's it called? Virtual boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh and then that's when the the giant Tar. Yeah, Tar thing comes in. Yeah. Oil or whatever and... it is, because one of the twins like goes to the other one who's hurt and like steps on it. It's like cool. Glad this like random NPC caused all those problems. And if you yeah, ever and- want to see inside of like one of my fairly frequent nightmares, <laughs> oh. it's that kind of situation. Yikes! Running from a tarfoon. <laughs> we the that has this weird effect to it. If you touch it, because Peta, in his panic, pushes a fellow teammate into yeah, it. Yeah, Peta sucks. He kills a guy. <laughs> and, just, and then they still oh, save right. him. Yeah. Like, why? I don't know. I'd probably leave yeah. that brainwashed creep somewhere. But I, I didn't understand because he goes and he, like, attacks Katniss. And then he pushes he a guy into the thing. Mm-hmm. And then and they just, they just like, uh, sedate him. Yeah. It is really cool when that other guy gets, like, flayed, though. He just, like, gets sprung up on those cables. Yeah. It's like almost like midsummer or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> cool. When when they leave the building, it looks super duper like cool out there. <laughs> yeah, it's it very gets very creepy. artistic. Or I'm like, this is art with that man hanging like that. It's art. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, there's some really interesting visuals throughout yeah. like all the um, the last three movies, especially. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just very interesting visually, but they're still just tethered to this like source text that it's just not. Right. As well. Like, I don't know. I just wish they went off of the script a little bit more. Yeah. Basically. But, oh, also, while inside the building, we have a really tense moment with the second in command. And. Yeah. I mean, did you think it was tense? I thought it was just kind of like boring. I'm like, okay, come on. Like, it's, it's boring, but it's like a mini plot point we have to go over. And I guess it's supposed to be tense because Katniss is literally like, I'm on a secret mission to kill Snow. And the higher ups knew about it. And the second in command's like, bullshit and then natalie dormer covers for her and says no 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 i know like i'm so on this like, too it's more so like she's like bullshit it's like no but really it's like no i don't believe you no but really it's like <laughs> i'm gonna kill you but because I, I don't believe you. it's like no but really it's like no I, i'm gonna actually gonna shoot you maybe and then natalie Dormer's like, <laughs> no 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 it's true and then later she's it's... just like reveals like oh no she didn't trust you in the first place like she just trusted marshall ali i'm like so why did she say she was gonna shoot her that scene doesn't make any sense now like, no, it doesn't. It, it's just a moment that's supposed. I said supposed to be tense, but it is very much. Really I was like, I might shoot you, but I'm still might. I'm gonna. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. No, okay, yeah. I won't. <laughs> and then um, one of the twins is wounded, and then yeah. like, the other twins like, I'll stay here, and then they go outside. And you're just like, why do I care? Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, we get a, and then they rest in an apartment building. We get a Caesar report, and then they see all the troops come out. Mm. Right now, well, what is what is a. Uh, the Stanley troops, Tucci's, Stanley Tucci's he, no fun in this one. He's just very serious. Yeah, he's not fun at all. I kind of wish that they had they had to deal with him a little bit more. Like, yeah, if he was captured by like, what's it called? New oh, yeah, Pan what happens Am? to him? Yeah, right. Like, we, is we he don't just know. like shot off screen or something? Like, yeah, like there's all these little character moments that I would like love to like 
elaborate on, but and I don't even know if there's like an extended Hunger Games mocking Jay where we do all this stuff, but hashtag release the Tucci cut. Release the Tucci <laughs> cut of Hunger Games. Let me touch or, the Tucci. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so he gives a report. Um, we see several peacekeepers go to the same building where the two twins are. And they blow it to absolute bits. And then Caesar basically lies on camera and says, oh, we killed the Mockingjay and everybody else. So, Yeah, I couldn't tell if they were lying or they just... I, I thought they thought they did kill everybody, but they obviously just, like, didn't check the building. Yeah, which is up. really ridiculous. Like, you'd think they'd, like, thoroughly check this out. why would people believe out. that? Just the same as when she got shot down in the subway or, like, whatever. It's like being a supervillain at this point, and you're fighting a superhero who's avoided death constantly if you're a bad guy and you think you've won i'd rummage through that rubble with like yeah. a spear in hand to be like i am poking this body a hundred times over to like make sure they're actually dead <laughs> yeah. but they they don't do that the building collapses and they're like we did it boys and they did like that bit they do like the big uh capital cannon thing that they do in the games where they have like the da yeah. da 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 and they're like, well, I guess now they think we're dead and we can, like, kind of operate with a little bit more freedom. Cool. <laughs> I think at this point they just decide, they, like, sit in there for, like, a long time and they have another discussion yeah. that I wasn't really Peter asks for to. a murder pill. <laughs> Peter asks for a murder pill and uh, Gail says, well, I'll fucking kill you before I give you one of these pills. So I'll kill you myself if you, like, try to attack Katniss again or, like, one of us. Gail needs to chill out. Yeah, so Gail really needs to calm down. And then, like... Yeah, Finnick is just feels like he's just kind of there. He's a ghost for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, like I wish Joanna was there because at least it'd be more interesting. Like yeah. I don't, I don't dislike Finnick. He's just like seems like a solid dude kind of mm, thing. Yeah, but and like he's just if, like not there for a lot. Yeah, I feel they like Joanna really... might have killed Peter though. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna would have slit his throat at some. As soon as he pushed that guy into like the black room, she would have pushed him in after, him, yeah. and then be like, "What? Like, what are you gonna do about it? He was brainwashed. He would have killed you. Like, sue me." Uh, and I think at this point they decide to go into the sewers. Yeah, we we no, we get like a brief uh, thing from Snow, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I killed I killed a uh, Katniss, Neener Neener Neener," and then uh, <laughs> Coin cuts in and says, and then she oh. goes Neener Neener Neener, and she goes Neener Neener Neener. She's my martyr now. Because <laughs> they're um, both using her. At yeah, exactly. The same time. Mm -hmm. Which is funny because they're mostly both, both giving the same speech just in like different ways. Yeah, and then you're right, Tyler. We go into the sewers. The uh, Avox knows the way. Who's like, one of our good camera guys? Um, the, yeah. Like, the last time he was here, because he used to be like a janitor after they cut yeah. his tongue or something, or before, I don't know. But like the last yeah. time he was here, it took him five years to get out, and that's why he's like freaking out. I'm like mm -hmm. that sucks. Like, did he just like eat poop juice for like five years? Like, what did poop he... juice and rats? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we just keep going through the sewer for a really long time. We go through this sewer. We get another real or not real conversation with Peta and Katniss. Peta seems to be confused with what's real and what's fake, and what the cat, what the Capitol presented him, what was it's actually all boring. And then a bunch of lizard yeah. people yeah. show up. This is yeah, really <laughs> it's boring, boring until the, the lizard cool people show and up. And the the cave people, I guess. People? Okay, wait. From the movie, they, is it? It's the cave, right? That's what it's called. Oh, the, the horror movie. The dis oh, oh, I'm sorry. I yeah, watched yeah. that the, the other day. Did you like it, it? Is that not like reminiscent? Of it is. This yes. Feature? It's After been a I while since that, I've seen it, but that was movie. the first thing I thought of. Mm-hmm. Literally, I watched this. I'm like, 
These look like the monsters from The Descent. Interesting. Yeah, so we get a fun series of events here. We get the lizards come. Peta saves Katniss's life from being eaten, so we get Peta's in control now. Um, Katniss gets, returns the favor, saves Peta. Finnick is kicking ass the entire time in this fight, and we, he is only kicking ass to get his moment in the spotlight before he is brutally murdered by these things. Yeah, um, he's just using his trident. Yeah, and he's and awesome. Like, why does everyone have like a trident and like a, a crossbow still? Like, don't they like they have guns? But it's kind of cool how it like somehow still works at the yeah. same in the same universe. Mm-hmm. So like Phoenix just whacking everything with a trident, and then he. I would like, kind of give him like a laser crossbow or like a grappling hook trident would be really cool for him to like shoot out and then like it like repel back in would be kind of tight. Yeah. But just you give know, him whatever. that good old slipknot ability, and then he yeah, give blow, him the slipknot. <laughs> And his head can blow up, just like Slipknot, our favorite character from Suicide Squad. Yeah. My favorite character in any movie, Slipknot. Yeah. Played by the great Adam Beach that I was so stoked to see him in that movie. And then he's just like, Psych. he just like punches a woman once he comes out of the car. I'm like, oh God. And then he just like dies right away. Yeah, he's a mess. And so, yeah, Finnick gets eaten by these monsters. Katniss shoots a fire arrow down there to end his pain. Similar to the first movie, which she did with, uh, what's his name? Uh, whatever angry white man was in that movie um so fennec dies they don't really seem to care that much yeah and then they're running out of the tunnel and it says wanted fennec i'm like didn't they just say on the news that they thought they were died did the news change that fast or did they just not update it like did it change and then change back like it was like a nice little like oh his face is haunting you but i'm also like Mm. well is he like (laughs) do they know he's dead or not like it was just so confusing And we get this cool kind of sequence where the floor turns into, like, grating metal spiked things. And then the lights are, like, laser beams that can kill you. Uh, they escape this trap. Um, Peta, or Cat cleans Peta's wounds. Peta urges her to keep him cuffed because he's not fully himself yet. She does. And I finally get my Peta and Gale conversation. And, boy, is it lacking in every way, shape, and form. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't even remember. It's just more than being like, meh, 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 meh. It's, <laughs> it's fucking that exactly. It's them going like, meh, 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 duh, And then that's how it ends, basically. But what actually, what actually happens is they're just going back and forth about, like, Gale says that he should have volunteered to take Peter's place in the games. Peter oh, right. says, yeah, Peter says, that's ridiculous because you, you took care of Katniss's family. They wouldn't have survived without you. And Gail goes, yeah, true. They, they a long beat. And yeah, this conversation goes on forever too. This is like the longest one, I think. I don't. Know. Yeah, and then they're like, "Who do you think Katniss is gonna pick in the end?" And they go, both go, "I don't know. I guess it's her choice." <laughs> it's very interesting. My God. So this, there's like this nothing. kind of thing. Like this is literally where I was like concerned about like being on this podcast. It's like for this particular like movie because maybe this was the third time maybe I've seen it since it mm-hmm. came out and just every time a little while before this point I'm just like I'm so disengaged I just don't yeah. care anymore and I just want it to end. I just checked my notes and this was the point totally the point when my mind wandered and I wrote down Peta's weapon should be a stale baguette. <laughs> Like, that's what I was thinking about in this scene, because I was so disinterested. So, after I get for what I was begging for, I believe, in, like, the last installment of this movie, and I get it, and it just sucks. Yeah. Basically, and, like, does anything with PETA, like, not suck? I, you know what? I don't, I, I guess so, but I really wanted just some kind of moment between these two men, more so than, like, 
I guess Katniss is going to have to pick. Like, just like a reconciliation with the other. And I just feel like they just, they just spit at each other. And then they both yeah. go, meh. And then they leave it at that. It was yeah. like cavemen talking to each other. I'm like, this means nothing to me. <laughs> I did remember, I also wrote down, Peta says something like, other times it feels like I'm sleepwalking. And I'm like, yeah, it sure feels like you're sleepwalking right now. Because <laughs> this scene is boring. <laughs> yep. So... Uh, where are we? So Snow makes an address to the public, and he's telling the people, evacuate to my home for safety. You will be given medicine. Your children will be safe. Um, yeah, and he, he, this whole speech, he just basically makes the citizens fear the incoming rebels more than they already do. So he's just like, the rebels are coming to kill you. Come to my home. Be safe. I welcome you with open arms. Katniss and the rest of the team make a plan to disguise themselves as capital people and make their way through with the rep- Wait, refugees. I'm sorry, and is this before, after, or during the cat lady? This is, I'm about wow. to get to the cat lady, because Natalie oh. Dormer comes up with this plan, she's just, I know a person. And then okay, sorry, spoiler up, alert. Yeah, and cat we lady. meet Katniss Everdeen, um, the, the cat woman. And Wait, which, she, which member of the, of the hit musical Cats is she? Um, she is, uh, she is, uh, she's the Gumby cat, I believe. And, uh, Gumby she's not skinning. Yeah, she's not skinning, but no, no, what's the Gumby cat? I have a Gumby cat in mind. Her name is Jenny Any Dots. She Just sits so everyone in- knows, Connery is wearing a cat shirt right yeah, now. Yeah, that you two bought me. <laughs> yeah, we bought you. <laughs> yeah, okay, so what is the, what is the point of, t- of t- cat lady, tiger cat lady? I don't know. She's a cat. And that's it. And she owns a fashion store. And we learned that she was a victor in the Hunger Games, apparently. And just all this, she gets two lines of dialogue. Wait, and it's when Katniss is like, she's a designer. Yeah, oh, she owns like said? a little. Yeah, she owns a fashion store, like a dress <laughs> okay. store. They spend like a scene hanging out in her basement, and they immediately leave. Why? Why? It's like they could have gone back to the apartment where they were, any of the other spare apartments that were out, and just taken clothes. Yeah, exactly. Catwoman yeah. didn't need to be in this. She has the excellent designs that blend in. They could, Yeah, they could have just grabbed it. Any <laughs> clothes! Especially since she just wears a hood again. Yeah! It doesn't mean anything. And so... Man, hashtag what would Cena think? Cena would be outraged. He would yeah. go in there and strip her of that outfit and be like, Girl, you show your face right now. Yeah, and then she's on fire. Cena, you mean Senna? Yeah. Any, I don't know. Is it yeah. Senna? John I think it's Senna. John Senna. John Senna! Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, they get disguised, thanks to Catwoman, and march through the streets of the Capitol. It's her and Gale mostly. I don't know where everybody else went. And Here is a sweatshirt. What? Here is a, a sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, they give Gail a sweatshirt and they give Katniss a scarf to wear over her head. It's honestly silly. And peacekeepers are in front at it, like a checkpoint, basically keep peacekeepers coming up and back. It seems like it's inevitable they're going to get caught. The rebels attack. They start shooting civilians, which is already a bad thing right off the back that they're just murdering these capital civilians. And they're clamoring at the gates, the... This like announcement saying, "Women, children first. Bring forth your children." Blah blah blah. Yeah. And you see Billy Zane up in the front, just like sneaking. <laughs> <laughs> he just has a rowboat up by the gate, mm-hmm. like just trying to get it up there. <laughs> and then we see a, a capital airship fly overhead, and they drop the the gifts that are at the Hunger Games, usually from like uh, sponsors. And so they all die in a horrific explosion. Um, 
immediately the rebel medic team shows up surprisingly fast. And then the second bombing happens and uh, Prim is caught up in the bomb. Katniss sees her sister die in a horrible fiery explosion. She is knocked back and knocked exactly out. exactly the strategy that Gail was saying earlier. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's on the wrong side. So it's like... Yeah, he bombs his point. own people, which is horrifying. It was pretty cool when the bombs when the bomb does go off on Prim or whatever. I mean, obviously that sucks, but like Katniss is so close that she just catches fire. Yeah, which she's is literally the on name fire. Of the second movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I metamorphosed, and now I'm something else. Look, you're a Connor bug. I'm a Connor bug, and now yeah. I'm. I've truly ascended to my final form. I know all the secrets of the old ones. They all suck. It's not very good. <laughs> um, Katniss wakes up in a metal faci- me- mental medical facility. She once again wakes up in a medical facility. This is a recurring not, not getting thing. much done. And literally reading Mockingjay, and we it's split up into two movies, and we know how many times she wakes up in a medical facility. It's like nine times. It's just it's so many times. Um, her mom is tending to her wounds. And then Haymitch is the one that relays the war is over. Um, the last act of bloodshed that was like killing the ca- the citizens of the capital. The when the capital killed their own people, um, there was no resistance left. That we basically walked into the capital, and or walked into Snow's mansion, and Mom confirms that Prim is dead by just kind of looking at Katniss when Katniss is like Prim, and the mom's just like, mm, yeah. <laughs> And then she goes, always. And then always, yeah, and then dies. But, I mean, would have given her something to do. Uh, we get our first dialogue from Effie. Effie shows up, um, and she's taking Katniss to uh, a room in the presidential suite. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I remember then, the first time I took you here. Mm-hmm. And Katniss is like, why are you bringing that up? Everything's fucked right now. Um <laughs> Katniss explores on her own for a little bit. She goes to a greenhouse in the snow, which I was like, you know, this not for people give a lot of guff about the Game of Thrones finale, but I really enjoyed the last sequence of it because, like, early on season two, Daenerys has this vision of like at the Iron Throne and there's snow there, and everyone immediately assumes like, oh, it's because like the White Walkers are coming, blah blah blah. It's really scary. But in the show season eight, like she comes in with her dragon and burns the city to the ground, and, and it's just raining ash. And so when she gets to the throne room in season eight, it's covered in ash. And it's just like, so it's not snow, it's ash. And I thought that was kind of cool. It, it kind of sig- signaled her, what her reign would ultimately be. And in my opinion, it was planted from the get-go. And why people are so freaked out about it, I think it's a little silly. Because I'm like, it's right there. Like, it's not snow, it's ash. It's literally right there in the season two, what she's going to be and what's going to happen. But <laughs> it's prophecy. <laughs> Anyway, so right here we get the snow. I thought it was fun being like, it's ashes of war also. Um, she walks in the greenhouse. We get a really stupid scene of soldiers being like, you can't go in there. And her being like, oh, yes, I can. And then a military lady sa- leader saying, oh, yes, she can. And she goes in. Snow's there, and he's like, oh, do you like my flowers? And she's like, oh, yeah, you're a monster. I always loved white the most. I'm like, yeah, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it I sucks. thought, too. I was like, yeah, and you're racist on top of everything. Cool, neat. Anyway. I do honestly, like, really do love Donald Sutherland in this role. Yeah. Like, there's something so weird about, like, his, like, smile. Mm-hmm. It's so creepy. He's like, he's warm, but like he will stab you at any given moment. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. That's what, yeah, it's like his whole thing that I didn't really understand the first two movies until he explained it to me. It's like, oh, he he smells like shit and bleeds a lot, but that's why he has roses on him. So it's like, he's, he does smell nice because he's covered by roses, but it's yeah. all an illusion. Mm-hmm. And then so, he'll stab you. Yeah, then he'll stab you. And he says that he's sorry for her sister's death. He says that, um, and the cat is like, well, you killed her. He's like, uh, no, I didn't. That wasn't me. That was your guys doing that. They hijacked an airship, killed all of my people, and then killed yours. So he was like, it's, it was a great move by Coin. Like, none of my guards, like, arrested me themselves because they thought I did it. He also says, like, oh, I wouldn't kill capital children. And it's like, didn't this fool, like, organize the Hunger Games? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's how I was like, what? Yeah, of course you would kill children. I don't think capital children are nominated for oh. the Hunger Games. Maybe I I might be wrong, but I never see like a district one, like a capital. I always yeah. say district two, maybe. But any who's it? So they have a nice little uh, confrontation talk of him being like, "Well, why don't you just ask around your friends and see who's really responsible for all of this?" And Katniss is like, "Hmm, okay, I'll give that a shot, maybe." And and uh, Snow gives a hats off to Coin. He says, "Watch, everything's gonna kind of be just the same after I die. It's just gonna be a different person in charge." And she's like, "Hmm." Gail comes to visit Katniss. She asks him why he didn't come to see her in the hospital, but she yeah. knows. And he's like straight up dressed like Kim Jong Un or like Chairman Mao or something. Like <laughs> yeah. his outfit is like very just like totalitarian. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, and I just those little uh, touches like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, he's gone fully on that. He's just like yeah. a com- commissar or something, whatever the term is. Yeah, and she tells him like, I know that was your plan that that happened and he's like oh well i didn't know prim was gonna be there like i meant to like have her not be there like he was it's like he was still going to do it and he didn't care but he's bummed that like prim got caught up in it and he has to like pay some sort of like personal consequence for it so like that's the only reason why he's upset even mildly and uh, katniss basically is like no like we're done like i never want to see you ever again and he's like okay i accept that and we never see gail ever again um yeah he'll just go on to be like the middle management like fascist yeah. guy he'll be like fascism bureaucracy for the rest of his life the one um, that like has to cover up chernobyl but it's like not in command yeah and he'll pretend like he is and he'll like talk about his time invading the capital like so often that everyone will be sick of it yeah. you like he'll invite people to dinner parties and that's all he'll talk about and everyone will be like do i have to go to gail's dinner party <laughs> yes yeah, so he'll like, be executed exactly yes or you will die so, Coin gives uh, has a Victor roundtable, and she declares herself interim president for the foreseeable future. And everyone's kind of like, okay, fine, all right. Um, then she wants to have a vote between everybody, because she's like, I have a great idea. Instead of like, just like doing a big French Revolution thing where everyone's executed on the streets, let's just do a Hunger Games with all the Capital Kids. And, of course, like, Pete is like, hell no. And I think one other person's like, no. And we get we get the votes. Um, I kind of lost my affection for Joanna when she said, Snow has a granddaughter. Let's make her do it. And I was like, well, that's fucked up. So, no. Yeah, <laughs> she sucks. did nothing wrong to you, ever. It just double sucks that Joanna didn't do anything this whole movie. And then she's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to vote on this. Yeah, so I'm just like, now she has like a horrible bloodlust that I'm like, that's creepy. And basically what ends up happening is, Katniss votes yes for the, for a capital Hunger Games, and Hamish just sides with her. 
And so the motion passes, and we get a Hunger Games in the foreseeable future. Um, the big caveat to Katniss voting yes on Hunger Games is she was like, I get to kill Snow. And Coin's like, yeah, sure, I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's execution day. Effie suits up Katniss for the big thing. Um, we do the whole big march in there. Katniss has all like the people behind her for some reason. I don't know why. And we get the little soundbite that I did with a snow with a snow coin giving a speech saying like, "Oh hey, let your arrow fly as true as your heart and like make the right choice. Kill this monster." And Katniss says, "Okay." And she aims at Donald Sutherland, and Donald Sutherland's like kind of like he's making eyes at her. He's like. Are you are you gonna do this? Are you seriously gonna do this? Like, look up there, look up there. <laughs> and she shoots Coin, and Coin dies, and everyone freaks out. And in the in the books is something I I like. I love his death so much in the book because I think it's really really scary. Where he he chokes to death on his own blood, laughing before the people even get to him and and kill and like rip him apart. Like we don't see that. Wait, but... how does he choke on his own blood? He has these like sores in his mouth because he like takes poison, I guess, and like the, the the capital can't always like heal everything, so he has these like bloody sores in his mouth all over the yeah. place, and so he's like pretty much always bleeding. Oh my god! And so when he's just like has this big laughing fit in the book, he just like chokes on his own blood before like even the the people even kill him, which I was like, that's interesting in itself. He drowned in blood more so than like the people ripped him apart. So. And it's something similar happens here, where again he just laughs. We see the blood on his mouth, and him like kind of going, ha, 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 but the, everyone still tears him apart. Yeah, I do like his face when he's just like, ha, ha, ha. I like it yeah. too. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh my god. But it all turns out to be like she gets taken away. Um, all the people just run up and like rip and shreds. I guess she gets taken mm -hmm. away, and then like it turns out it was all Plutarch's plan the whole time, mm -hmm. kind of to. Uh, he, he was the ultimate game master where he negotiated his way to uh, actually find democracy in some sort of way, like a free yeah. election, basically. Mm -hmm. And then it ends up being He's that like one second military in woman. Yeah, that one mil military woman who gets like, yeah. elected freely. So mm -hmm. it all worked out. And then yeah. there's uh, a whole epilogue that is pretty boring and it's just it like, very novel-y. Yeah, um, basically Katniss goes home. We the, the, the same cat that was in District 13 makes its way all the way back to District 12 and says hi to Katniss, and Katniss freaks out about like Prim being dead, and then she kind of takes the cat in. The cat likes her now, which is nice. She throws a can at the cat and like, don't yeah. throw cans at cats. I and know, she, I was like, like, don't be mean to that cat. Really overreacts, and then... <sighs> yeah. It's just a big wrap-up. It doesn't really matter. And then yeah. <laughs> Peter shows up. Yeah, yeah Peter shows up. They fall in love. They have kids. She says my favorite line in probably the entire Hunger Games, and I don't know why, but I like this line a lot, where she basically says something along the lines of, like, her kid, her baby wakes up from a nightmare, and she's holding him or her in this field, and she says, like, did you have a nightmare? Like, one day I'll tell you how to get rid of nightmares. She was like, I make a list of all the good things people do. And it's like it's like, it's like a game. It's a boring game, but... There are much worse games to play, and I remember reading that at the end of the book, and I'm like, "That's a good ending line for the for like the movie, if you ask me, because it's kind of what it's all been about. It's all a game." Yeah, but it's also really on the nose when you put it into a movie. <laughs> it is, but still, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the last line where I was like, "Good, good capstone." I, I I do enjoy that line for whatever reason. My memory of like what happens is that like there's a whole like I thought she was just pregnant at the end. 
but mm-hmm. she has two kids. Yeah. So I wrote down, she has a bun in the oven. <laughs> Thanks to PETA. Yep. It's a pretty disappointing ending for me to for say Team Gale. the least. Not even that. It's just <laughs> why does she need to be with anyone in the first place, but especially him. And she's sitting in a field at the end in a floral dress. And it's just like, I don't know, to me, that's nothing what I, that's the opposite of like what I appreciate about her character like, no. I, don't, I, I guess, okay, maybe she's happy, but there's absolutely nothing about that character that told me that that's what she wants. Like, No, I feel like she even says several times, it's not the life she wants. So why is she doing it? Just go do something else. Yeah, I feel like even, like, the author of the book makes her settle for this life of, like, perceived happiness. The, what the general masses sees as, like, the happy ending, her settling down, she has a family, She's not fighting or at war anymore. And and I guess maybe that's even what the character wants. Maybe in maybe in Suzanne Collins' mind, the character wants peace. But what does peace look like to Katniss Everdeen? I mean, someone who's had like horror and war and pain her entire life. I guess that's pretty much all like she's the, known. Yeah, what it looks like to every single nuclear family, I guess. Yeah. Like the most like <laughs> generic. But ending. yeah, and it turns out it's the most like conventional thing. And even by the end of this movie, I'm like. I don't think she should end up with either of these dudes. Like I'd be happy in the end if it was just her, like and Peter lived next door and they were friends and she like, and she'd visit him and his family. Like he had like a Samwise Gamgee situation. He has like his own family and he like moved on from this really toxic relationship. And not say like Katniss was the toxic one, but like they just weren't good together. And I I think she'd be independent. Involved the media. Most Mm -hmm. of it involve the media and how they were being perceived and that whole story and so it is toxic because of that but like to me like you're saying like Katniss finding peace like what does that look like to me that answer is like oh she seems someone who is at her happiest in solitude Mm -hmm. alone by herself in the forest hunting fending for herself this is who she is and, like, I'm not saying those kinds of people, like, can't find happiness with someone else and, like, have a family. But it yeah. just feels so wrong that it's, like, it's with him. No, but, like, let's 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 picture this, this, this like, second other world ending where we have, we have Katniss in the woods. We have that, like, first shot of, like, Hunger Games 1 with her in the forest, like, hunting. She's not bitter. She's not angry. She's quiet. She is calm. She's collected. She shoots down a few pheasants. Where normally she's hunting for one, she has a few pheasants in her in her hand this time coming coming back. She plucks them. She's in her home. She cooks them even. And then she walks over to Peta's house. Peta has a family. She is happy and in her own right good. And maybe even one of the Peta's kids calls her like Aunt Katniss. Like they they love her and she has her. She has her family, but she also has her comfort of being secure in her, in herself. Like I, you know, and you're right. I don't, I don't think her happy, happily ever after consists really of being with anybody. Maybe even at the end, of, I don't, or even with like Peta or um, Gail. I, even like a third party would be more interesting yeah. by the end of the movie. Yeah, she should just find like 
if that was the case instead of what you're saying, which I think is also like perfectly fine and a better ending than what exists, mm-hmm. is that basically she's just hunting and then she finds another hunter out there, like who like yeah. shoots the pheasant before her. It's like, oh, another outdoorsy person. Yeah, that's not or even like, like, or even she starts building a relationship with like. You don't need like a yeah. big conclusion. Like, totally. In summation, this is the whole end of the whole franchise. Yeah, we we get a perceived version of peace for Katniss, which is the nuclear ideal of like finding peace and happiness in a family and and it's unfortunate it's so incredibly conventional Mm -hmm. for a very unconventional woman she has a very conventional happy ending there's definitely like stuff peppered out throughout and that's what made me interested in watching them again like the first two are legitimately like pretty entertaining and then the last Mm -hmm. two like they just get progressively more and more like she gets like stuck down this like political diatribe like Mm -hmm wormhole that just keeps going and there's a lot of interesting stuff there but it's Mm -hmm. also not uh (laughs) that entertaining i think it was probably a bad idea to split it into two yeah Mm -hmm. they should have the whole thing shorter i think with uh with we're we're at the end of our first franchise here tyler like uh i i think we can actually officially maybe do a what was your favorite of what was your favorite of them now that we've sat through them all that's what i was just thinking too we should rank them yeah oh i'm down for that let's do it do you want to go first, Lily? Or? Definitely either Catching Fire or um, the first one would be my favorite. I don't know. If I really had to pick, though, mm-hmm. I'd probably say the first one maybe is my favorite. Hmm. There's something about that whole when she's when they're showing a lot of her, her district, District 12, like in the mm-hmm. beginning. And there's uh, something about the aesthetics of that in like how it's kind of weirdly... It's like dust bowl um, future. Dust futurism. Like yep. <laughs> I think that is so cool in their in their costumes, um, in the kind of technology that they have, um, in the settings, in the in the color palette is like really muted, um, and I I kind of like that it's like a little bit slower paced and like takes it time like takes its time like a little bit more with things and uh, mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I think the first might be my favorite. Hmm. Nice. What about you, Connor? Um, if we're doing the ranking game, I'm going to say three is my favorite. I, I like that one a lot in the same I feel like it's the same vein of uh cursed uh not cursed child, duh, thinking about that. Um <laughs> half blood prince. What do you mean? Um I feel like it's the way they were like nothing really they're kinda it's it's a little meandering, like I feel like half blood prince is kinda like that, but it's it's quieter, I feel like, than the than the other ones. And I and I do like things a little bit more quiet sometimes but i I like the fact that they move slowly through the through the plot it it is more political and they're not actually playing the games they're playing they're playing a different game which i was like which i was kind of into and i I really i really enjoyed the third one a great deal for some reason then follow close by catching fire um then the first hunger games and then finally last would be this what the move would be a part two of mockingjay how about you wait did you did you list all yours? Oh, were we supposed to list yeah. the ranking? Or n- I <laughs> yeah, thought it was just pick your favorite. No. Uh, the first one, Catching Fire. Um, <laughs> three, four. I get one, yeah, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I would say two, just because yeah. I feel like it's like the first one, but like a good ramping up. It's like I really do think it's like a good, like a really great use of a sequel. Mm-hmm. It just kind of like does everything the first one does, except ramps it up more. For sure. And, while still following the story. Uh, and then second, 
uh, between like the first one and the third one is really like my second place one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really hard to pick because like I, th- I I think the first one is pretty solid, but I just overall like the directing directorial style of the last three. And yeah. like you said, it's a lot more quiet in the third one. Mm-hmm. And then fourth one's definitely last because it's I don't know. It just it would be interesting to see like a big war kind of, but it just ends up being even more down like the medical. Or not sorry, medical. The, the like. Uh, no, I agree. We do get more, more down a lot the of the medical world. <laughs> <laughs> Way more down like the political whole yeah, thing that rabbit she just hole. gets obsessed with. But so our game this time is I, I throughout this movie they keep mentioning pods and all the pods are the traps of the game masters. This might be similar to the last game we played, which was how do you kill Katniss Everdeen, but. Um, you are a game master, a former game master at the Capitol. President Snow has gone up to you and said, hey, I need you to design one trap for our Capitol. What does your trap look like? You want to go first, Connery? I'll Should go I first. Go? I'll oh. go first. You, you go last because you always have the best one. <laughs> so. uh, no, I, I'll, I'll go first because I, I can't think of anything really. So I'll sure. just say... Instead of bombs and mines and everything, I I feel like this whole franchise I've just had one joke, but I'll just say they'll just they'll just have like a little fence of pigs nearby, and she'll walk through them and she'll just find some burnt muddy bread there and she'll be like, oh my god, my favorite, I love you, Peta, and then she'll explode and I'm like, yeah, we did it, we did it, got ya, wow, Lily, um, I would have to go along the lines of something as like the the tar. That comes mm. out of nowhere and just floods because I have so many nightmares about like uh, tidal waves. Whoa! Like giant tidal waves just coming and overtaking like a city. Like I can't even tell you how many times I've had that nightmare. Okay. <laughs> and you Owen. see it and you just have to run. It would definitely be something like that—a giant tidal wave. Maybe maybe they have like I don't know jellyfish or sharks in it or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just 47 meters down. <laughs> 47 <laughs> meters down tidal wave. My last one is an improvement made on the big elaborate trap they all run through, which, like, you have the laser lights that disintegrate people when they run through it. You have the rotating spikes of death that are below them. When they get to the other side, all I wanted was, like, a big, like, slap thing, like, almost like a mouse trap, like, the, the, like, the ground <laughs> below them just, it like, just flip them. up and crush them, and, like, that'd be it. <laughs> They just be like, flop, boom, and like that'd be <laughs> just it. Squish. You. <laughs> yeah, it was like we did it. Flop, boom, <laughs> it's like done. Nope. Can I say one more? Or real even quick? absolutely, like, like the Star Wars uh, compactor. Trash compactor. Oh, the trash, trash compactor thing. That's another thing that's a very scary idea to me mm. because you know you know what's happening. That's what's scary about the tidal wave. Yes. is that it's not. It's, it's not walking yeah. and like all of a sudden all these machine guns come out and hit you and you don't even, you can see, you know what's yeah. happening. You know what's about to happen. You're about mm-hmm. to be squashed. I just want to say one more quick one real yes. quick. It's specific to one person though. So it'd have to be like really. Uh, That's fine. These are intimate traps, Tyler. Yes. This one is for Hamish alone. But basically <laughs> there's just a mannequin that he's, he's like going through the city trying to get to the center and he just sees like a mannequin that's like glowing with light. And he just sees the most beautiful blonde wig he's ever seen. He's like, I need that so I can move it around on my head in every scene. And then he goes and like puts it on his head and then he like melts or something. I thought you were going to say there's just this like, I don't know, apparatus going around just like grabbing people's hair. <laughs> like, 
they're gonna take his hair, his hair off, he'd be fine though, because he'd still be alive. <laughs> this is the end of our first franchise for Woo! the franchise. Yay! Thank I'm so glad we went with that. Yeah. Thank you all for everybody who listened, including Cutter and the one other person who listened. Tyler, Tyler, what's next? What's next? I'm gonna. I'm not gonna announce the next one yet because we're gonna do a bonus episode. That's right. The Starving Games, as you may have heard so far. God. It's a parody film by so and so and so and so, the two filmmakers of so many parody movies from the mid 2000s, such as Meet the Spartans. Meet the Spartans, date movie, epic movie, disaster movie. It'll be a little fun to talk about really 2013 specific humor yeah it'll It'll be be fun quote unquote i think i saw sai in there like there's like a gingham style oh no joke it'll be so good and that one will be a lot shorter than this in any other episode uh you can find me at tiami vice on twitter and twained on instagram it's t-w-a-y-n-e-d you can also follow me on letterboxd i think at that name if i'm not wrong what about neon apothecary yeah that too Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can see my Hunger Games rankings on, on Letterboxd along with whatever else I'm watching. What about Hell you, Connor? Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at Connery Hansen. I do not post on Twitter pretty much ever or Instagram, but I usually retweet usually comic creators, so that's like my main thing. Anyway. Or, me. or, or, or Tyler or Grayson if I find it funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, if you like the sound of my voice then you might be interested in or and you like tabletop role-playing games and you might be interested in uh, my uh tabletop role-playing actual play podcast called starship impala that i do with uh four other lovely friends and we have a great time tyler is on one of the episodes that's yet to be released he's huh. in uh my character dr walton mascon's origin story he does a really good job being mean to my character the entire time along with the rest of my squad <laughs> Yes, I remember when we recorded that eight months ago. Eight months ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been a bit. But anyway, my, my guy's origin story is not going to be for a, like a long-ass time. But it's funny because that's like what we recorded first before we even did the second season. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Lily Young, pasta maker, world shaker. Thank you for coming and joining <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> Thanks. You can maybe follow me on Letterboxd at Tiger Lily underscore young that's it for now thanks everybody and catch us on the next one bye bye everybody